0: Today we're talking about when do you need to plant what welcome to the row by row gardening show the best dead gum gardening show on the internet Where we talk about gardening a little bit of cooking and growing your own food. Now sit back and enjoy. Hey folks, welcome I'm Greg. I'm Sheila. Thank you for joining our Halls Tools Row by Row Garden Show It's called the Row by Row Garden Show and we come on every Thursday night folks So if you're new Glad you joined us. We talk about growing your own food. We talk about vegetable garden, we Talk about some herb garden, basically growing your own food. Mm-hmm. How about that? Thank you for joining us. You know, some of our, some of our friends have been a little guilty of starting their plants a little early oh, this year. I heard
1: that rumor.
0: Yeah, some people uh, have been texting me some pictures of having their they plants. They might live in Alabama. They may live in Alabama, but they may have jumped a gun on their transplants. We thought, man, what a good time. To do talking about when when to plant what because that's always get ready for spring and everybody jumps gun sometimes but you'll pay the price for that so we're going to dig into that we're we're going
1: to go over it by zone but be sure to put in the comments especially the zones five six Um
0: and down. Yeah, we need your guys helping six and five and four because we don't know a whole lot about that So give us some insights of what you think when we need to start what then and help everybody along Because that's one of our weak points is up north. We do pretty good up to zone six right and then zone six after that I'm just it's so Fogged, I
1: mean. It's six where um, the Adams greenhouse yep. is. Yep. So we got good connections there. Yeah, we
0: got good connections up there. We're naturally very it just gets rough. And our daughter lives up there. Yeah, lives up there. So we got some some insights there. All right, so what you got going on in the garden? Oh man, I'm getting everything ready. I am so it's really wet here. We've had a lot of rain mm-hmm. the last few days, which we needed. We needed the rain, but there's not a whole lot you can do in the garden. But I'm constantly walking out there planning what I want to do. I'm going to make some changes this year and I'm walking out there thinking what am I going to change how am I going to change this now I'm going to change some of my layout of my garden so one thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to lay out where I can grow a lot more different stuff and smaller rows of it so I'm gonna break out part of my garden in 12 foot rows and I'm gonna have one variety per 12 foot row the reason I'm gonna do this is I'm gonna try out some things against some other things mm. so instead of planting one big plot of something or other I'm just gonna have shorter smaller rows of different type varieties so smaller I can tr-
1: tomato here?
0: smaller tomato patch this year smaller tomato patch
1: this year as many tomatoes <laughs> We had a hard time giving them away yeah, last year. Yeah, we had.
0: I, I went overboard on my tomato patch last I year. I called
1: somebody, you want some tomatoes? Yeah. yeah. How many do you want? Yeah, I know. And uh, they come by and I just fill up the back of their
0: We had the prettiest tomato patch last year mm-hmm. we've had in a long time.
1: And it was nice to share, Mom. Yeah, yeah. I've been in my garden. I harvested my carrots this week. And I used my freeze dryer.
0: So if you don't know, Sheila got a harvest right freeze dryer that she's been using twenty four seven. She's got it just about. I, this
1: last week, I, I kind of laid off. I did do some milk. Um, we were supposed to have some company, Kevin. We do not drink a lot of milk, and uh, they were not able to come. So I was like, "What do I do with this milk? I don't want it to go bad." So I freeze dried it. And that is just the most amazing stuff. Now I hadn't reconstituted,
0: reconstituted it.
1: <laughs> that one, but um, but now these carrots.
0: But it's gonna really, really, really be nice when you get ready to do some cooking. You need a little bit of meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because I'll go out and buy a little like.
0: So is it like powder?
1: It's powder, yeah.
0: Powdered milk.
1: Yeah, it's like powdered milk. If you just buy powdered milk in the store. Okay. Um, but these carrots. I also did some fermenting carrots. But I did some sticks and some little round slices and some shredded, and I've been eating these as a snack the last couple days. I really like them. You were not that crazy about them.
0: Yeah, they're fine. I, it just kind of caught me off guard. The flavor is really nice. It's the texture kind of caught me off yeah. a little bit.
1: It's like a veggie stick.
0: Yeah, if you was to buy the veggie sticks in the grocery store in the little uh, potato chip bags. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what they are. Should they got seasoning on theirs?
1: You know, I wonder if you could season these before you freeze-dry them, and they would have the seasoning on them. I mean, I think it's a little too late to at it now. It's
0: really weird texture out there. It's almost cardboardish.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's got it's good carrot taste. It's like
0: eating good cardboard.
1: <laughs> I'll keep the snacks
0: to myself. No, I like them, and I can see. Well, that's going to come
1: in handy. Yeah. So last year I froze and canned all my carrots. And I think I've got two pints left. I've used all those that are frozen. So this year, we ate on them a lot more than we did last year while they were getting ready. And they were so ready to harvest. A couple of them, I got a video coming out probably Sunday week on how I freeze dried these. Some of them had a really soft part, soft spot in the middle so they were ready to come out of that bed. Yeah, more
0: than ready. just imagine eating a carrot with zero moisture in it and that's exactly what you're getting <laughs> right there. But you know what, think about this right here. We all have desires to eat more of what we grow. This is a great method right here of being able to preserve your harvest and have it without having to rely on electricity. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I put a, now if, if you know, these will keep, they say 25 years in the Mylar bags, um, I don't think these will stay around the house that long. So I just put an oxygen absorber in the bottom. Is that recommended? hmm I didn't know that. hmm
0: you buy those off Amazon?
1: Well, so many came with the freeze dryer, but oh, okay. yeah, you can buy them off Amazon.
0: Okay.
1: You know when you get things from yeah, the store I, I just and they have know. the oxygen absorber I wouldn't
0: have thought about putting it in there, though. Yeah. So uh, you can pretty much freeze-dry anything. Is there anything you cannot freeze-dry? Yes.
1: And I can't think of it now. But yeah, in the little book, there's a couple of things that's not recommended to freeze-dry. I think honey is one of them.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be strange, wouldn't
1: it? It would be strange.
0: Well, But honey doesn't spoil anyway, so why would you want to yeah. freeze-dry either? So if you're... And we we have we go through these cycles from time to time. If you did want to eat out of the garden, twelve months out of the year, yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. that would be a great way. Of well, doing you know, it.
1: I've got the bananas and strawberries and the apples. I did, and mm-hmm. and that's what I've been eating as snacks. And
0: yeah, think about your cabbage, your kale, and all that kind of stuff. You could put up beets.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I need to do some of my beets. Yeah, beets would be good. Yeah, and we're having to. Uh, we got new health insurance. Yeah, this year. so
0: we're trying to do better. And, uh, uh, had a little call yesterday with the uh
1: nutritionist
0: Nutritionist telling us we had to eat better.
1: Yeah So I told her it's not that I don't know what I should and shouldn't eat. I just like to eat
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're you can look at this tell we're evidence of that we just like to eat we like to eat good food. Speaking of that, we had some of the best collard greens over the weekend, mm-hmm. or, or, or you did. I had them last night when I got back.
1: That was those Top Chops.
0: Top Chops, and they were delicious. Yeah. So one of our neighbors got some uh, Jimmy Reed cornbread for the first time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Since my company did not show up, my neighbors got to enjoy all the cooking I did.
0: Mm-hmm. And they were kind of blown away with the jimmy red yeah. cornbread they'd never eat it before and he called me and was talking about it he just went on and on and on i said look here first time i read it and i remember distinctly i looked at sheila and i says look here we're going to be millionaires <laughs> this stuff here is amazing we got a ground something groundbreaking here with this jimmy red cornbread mm-hmm. so uh, that is some yeah. wonderful stuff our study. neighbor he's how old? 72. yeah
1: and he said his grandmother made many a hook cornbread That was the best he had ever had.
0: Yep, and we lay it to what
1: a compliment.
0: Yeah, we lay it to the, and it does have a very unique, earthy flavor to it. It's got kind of a bold flavor to it, I guess. It's the, it's hard to describe, but it's very, very different.
1: Yeah, and there was a video what Tuesday night I think that, Mm -hmm. or Sunday night.
0: Yeah, uh, Sunday probably. I don't know I get mixed up yeah yeah
1: it's out there on our playlist Yeah. so look we're, at it.
0: we're talking about seeds starting today but I was actually in Orlando I was out of town over the weekend to a, a show called ASTA and that's an acronym A-S-T-A and it's the world I'm gonna say world I'm gonna be liberal with that because I think I'm right it's the world largest meeting with seed producers and um, we was down there they have different ones but this one was tailored to vegetables And uh, It was very interesting first time I'd ever attended it, but people from all over the world were there I got kind
1: of seed companies all
0: kind of seed companies. It was really amazing I already knew this But most if not all our flower seeds are produced in the Netherlands Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of Dutch people there representing their flower companies there and a lot of our microgreens come from the UK Mm-hmm. and so he was a little fish in the sea I was a little fish in the sea well, yeah I was trying, trying to fish. figure out everything down there <laughs> you know I had conversations with really nice people but they just you know coming from the Netherlands or UK a lot of people from the UK there a lot of our vegetables and, and microgreens come from the UK so uh, you know we still have a decent amount of seed production here in the United States but it's mainly over in the western United States is that Maggie? Maggie's, yeah, Maggie's over, here. over here snoring. So uh, they use pockets, small pockets of seed production in the eastern United States. I'm talking about very small. But just about all of our seed production is done in Iowa, Idaho uh arizona over there in the dry california of course california in the drier part because they don't have the disease pressure the humidity we have so they do a lot better job with sea production than we do sea production in eastern united states is nearby impossible because of our humidity Mm -hmm. and our weather patterns so
1: why is netherlands such a good place or uk
0: i'm assuming the netherlands which is uh Dutch i'm assuming that it their weather the climate's conducive for it but i think a lot of it's just tradition you know you'll find these pockets that have produced a certain thing for years and years and years and i think that's part of, i'm sure that their the weather their environment is wonderful for it. a lot of breeding has gone over there for years and years and years but just about if you buy a flower seed it's just about all of it comes from uh from over there
1: so did you find some new seeds
0: I found some new seeds I did I was looking at some very unique stuff and I think I found everything but one of them
1: oh,
0: no. Yeah, we're having trouble uh, sourcing Roselle and I'm probably going it looks like I might have to go to Caribbean to source that
1: <laughs> so we're,
0: we're having some issues there but we're gonna come through
1: yeah I'd like to see you bring some seed back on the airplane
0: somebody told me that uh, one of the seed companies I've said it had to be fumigated before you brought it in so anyway, we're working through all that. We need to get some because people's going to be wanting to plant Roselle before long. So anyway, all right, so let's dig into when you should plant what. All right. Zone 9 and 10. That's you guys. So and do stuff. we want to
1: talk about frost first?
0: Yeah, let's talk about that? S- no, that. No, that's fine. that's we'll fine. Go ahead and talk Keep about you that. on schedule? Keep me on schedule.
1: So it's very important to know when your last frost date is mm-hmm. before you start planning out what you're going to plant. When
0: is our last frost date?
1: March 15th.
0: That's a good that's a good number there. It can vary a little bit from year to year, but that's pretty yeah, doggone close.
1: Doggone close. And you know give When and you take. say
0: lost, last, it's the last of the winter, the first of the year.
1: Yeah.
0: Get confusing it's your, there.
1: Last frost day. Of winter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes, March 15th for us, and you can kind of move that about two right, weeks now, per zone.
1: That's in zone eight, and we have an A and a B, and we're mm-hmm. in B. And even within the zone, it can vary.
0: Yeah, from year According to,
1: year. you know, if you're at the bottom of a, in a valley or on right. top or closer to um, the coast. Sure it's gonna vary so look you can actually look up your last frost date by your zip code and it'll be a little more specific so we're very general today
0: mm-hmm. you know the old timers and there's a little bit of truth in this i think you always went by when the easter fell mm-hmm. if you had an early easter you would think you would have an early well you would have
1: there's always a an early snap spring yeah easter. if you had
0: a late if you had a late easter you, you yeah. knew that you're gonna have a late cold snap very So uh think some probably some little bit of truth of that but here in zone eight we're getting geared up to get everything ready but you guys in zone nine and ten it's time it's yeah. time to move
1: so for your warm season crops you can start them indoors in a greenhouse six to eight weeks before the last frost date
0: mm, yes
1: so warm season we're talking about tomatoes all those
0: yeah I figure six weeks on I always figure six weeks in the greenhouse on tomatoes
1: now cool season we're talking about brassicas right mm-hmm. sure uh, can be started 10 to 12 weeks before the last frost because they can actually take a little frost the yeah. starts. sure sure um, and then cool season outdoors can be planted four to six weeks before the last frost date.
0: hmm yep and you're normally in good shape there then and you can go ahead and direct seed your uh, radishes and your beets and everything pretty much when you seed your uh, brassicas in the greenhouse
1: and i've been watching a lot of different um youtubers and they all have some different type of calendar or planning system but the overall message is get you a calendar back find your frost date back up the weeks and know when to plan so it's you not see this right
0: here yeah what does that look like great mm-hmm. that's my calendar that's your calendar. i have done it so many times i've got it all up here. Uh, it's yeah. all up there i know I, I don't need a calendar for when i do my stuff because i've done it so many times i know just
1: well, good for you for us other people yep. um I like to get a calendar and put on there when I need to, like my zinnias and my sunflowers, when I'm going to plant them and then back up my dates. It kind of helps me. Again, I'm a visual person. I need to write it down mm-hmm. and see it.
0: Yep. So I've got some of my brassicas planted now. <coughs> a few. I planted, well, I've got two sets actually, I've already planted. Alright, so let's talk about nine to ten okay. you guys in the deep deep south. We're talking about Florida We're talking about southern Texas. We're talking about the bottom end of Louisiana and Mississippi and Alabama Maybe so you guys can pretty much get started full-fledged Now if you hadn't started your onions and you missed the onion thing in the fall of the year You can still plant your onions now They're just not maybe get quite as big on you, but you still have onions to enjoy brassicas Go ahead and get them in the ground. If you don't have them, I mean, excuse me, in the greenhouse. If you don't have them planted, go ahead and get them planted. And you may be a little late, but it's still, it's still, you'll still be fine. English peas, they can Oh, bring. yeah, yeah, yeah. In Zone 10, you could pretty soon you could plant your cucumberts in your squash. Now I read that Zone 10
1: really doesn't have a freeze or frost. They don't. Even during the Arctic West. Right, rest.
0: right, they don't. They don't get very, very little. So you guys can move forward there. Now zone nine a little bit different. Zone nine you can normally move zone nine two weeks before zone eight. So you guys can plant your tomatoes now. Yeah. You guys can plant your peppers now. So
1: the last frost date for zone nine that I kind of looked at, and this is just a general, was February fifteenth.
0: Mm, yeah. That's a, yeah. I'd so say. So they could have been to planting today.
1: their tomatoes a couple weeks ago.
0: They could have, however, I think it would be okay to do it now. I think right now, if I was doing it right now, it would be the ideal time for me because I plant my tomatoes. So right now they can be planting their
1: tomatoes.
0: In the greenhouse. In the
1: greenhouse. Peppers.
0: They could have already started peppers, but you could still start peppers.
1: Melons. Melons.
0: Melons, yes, because you're looking at about four weeks on melons. So you could plant those in the greenhouse. And then you could then... You guys can direct seed, this is Zone 9 now, you can direct seed your squashes and cucumbers at the end of February. Now that's going to be the first wow. of when you could get that crop in, but you can get them in then. You know, there has been times here at Zone 8 we have planted squash and cucumbers to end of February.
1: Yeah, I think
0: the ball got them last year. <laughs> it's dicey, dicey, dicey to do that. I've been successful maybe two times out of ten on that right. one. Right, and Zone 9
1: and 10 potatoes right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, get your potatoes in the ground Yep, alright, let's move on to zone 8 because that's the one we're most familiar with his zone 8 uh, And they've been so many of y'all that jumped the gun on this one right here This is the problem with you jumping the gun on these tomatoes. It takes forever to get a tomato that big It does not take long at all from it to get it that big to that big It jumps in a hurry. So your process of getting it that big there is probably your most time-consuming right there now I've done this over and over and over for years and years and years, and this is, works for me. On the tomatoes, plant them between the 10th and the 15th. Your days to maturity on the tomato is around 70 days. Follow along with me here now. You plant your tomatoes between the 10th and the 15th, it takes us six weeks to grow out a tomato. So that's putting us at the end of March, 1st of April, we transplant it into the ground. We like to let cool spells all kind of move over, and your soil temperature warms up a little bit. We get our tomatoes in the ground First of April
1: and you hadn't stepped them up.
0: That's right out of the right out of the the 162s or 128s Whatever you use we put them directly into the ground You got 70 days maturity on that seed pack that 70 days is from the time it goes into the ground So let's go 70 days from April to May to June and when does our tomatoes get ready? June. first part of June I don't care year after year we're going to have tomatoes ready the first week in June is going to be about the ideal time You may you may look up every now and then and get one or two the last week of May But it's just about always the earliest we can grow a tomato out there is the first week of June It has a lot to do with the daylight length. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with temperature So that's what you're shooting mm-hmm. for
1: and zone seven there are what a couple weeks behind us?
0: yes yes so just move everything two weeks mm-hmm. there now your peppers here in zone eight that's a different story your peppers take a little bit longer you can start your peppers probably around the 5th of february if you wanted to on up to the 15th i normally start mine the same time i mm-hmm. do tomatoes because we can
1: start them this weekend we could
0: start some this weekend they take a little bit longer sweet peppers and everything pretty much i can grow them in six weeks if i'm on my game the hot peppers that's their story and everybody loves to grow hot peppers especially some of these Carolina reapers and things like that had a conversation over the weekend with a uh, pepper breeder and we talked about how hard some of these hot peppers are to germinate Mm -hmm. and he said one thing that he has found is to soak the seeds for a Ah. little bit soak the seeds in water he said that helps a little bit with the you know getting them to germinate a little bit quicker there Mm -hmm. thought that was interesting and for us, English peas, I can plant them right now, don't you think? Uh, I would wait. I would wait to about the 15th. Now, tell you the reason why. Wow. If you get those English peas up about this big right here, and if you get a few warm days, you can do that. You can pop them out of the ground like this but you get one of those cold, cold snaps in here, it's going to tear them up. I always like to plant around, around the 15th of it's February. Roll of the dice,
1: isn't it? It's
0: a roll of the dice, but if you get them up, and uh, and, you, and you get lucky you don't have a lot of hard hard coat on them you can be okay
1: flowers
0: all <coughs> oh, flowers
1: use first of sunflowers zinnias marigolds
0: well now sunflowers is gonna be about four weeks if you transplant your sunflowers four weeks max on those right there so I wouldn't do those toward the end of February mm-hmm. What about a things like that? Now, those are kind of your in the middle things. Those do good in the early, early spring. Mm-hmm. You would go ahead and start yeah, those.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Some of your cool weather stuff. But your warm weather flowers, I would wait to about the last in, last of February, last week so or so. So, what
1: can we direct seed outside?
0: We can direct seed pepper, excuse me, peppers, beets, radishes, things like Spinach.
1: that.
0: Spinach. Spinach, yep. Yep
1: and some people's planting carrots i've never planted carrots in the spring they
0: do okay a lot most people do plant their carrots in the springtime instead of in the fall and over winter we're kind of the exception to that but most people plant them in the springtime you can still make carrots the thing about that is and here's where it gets into they're trouble they're not as with
1: sweet us. in the spring they're
0: not quite as sweet in the springtime this is where we get in trouble every year so we'll plant these cool weather crops at the first of february if they don't mature out and get out of the way by April, we've lost interest in them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And you're ready to plant. Yours. And We're ready
0: to plant those warm season cover uh, crops. So they're holding up our real estate there and we don't have room to plant stuff. So that's where we lose our patience with these mm-hmm. cool season crops here There's Kohlrabi, Brussels sprouts, and all that kind of stuff. They're taking up that valuable, valuable real estate where we want to put peppers and tomatoes and corn and all that kind of stuff So we got to be careful to plan those so they mature out and get out of our way by the time we move in that warm mm-hmm. season stuff Five and
1: six.
0: Ooh, Let's talk about six. You skip six. Oh, that's and five. And six. Six, yeah, excuse yeah. me five and six. So six Six last frost date. They say around May 1st.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's on five around May 15th um, they need to be planting 12 weeks indoors before their last frost
0: day. On cool season stuff. Yeah, so that would be, all right, so zone 6, 1st of May, let's back off, tw- you said 12 weeks? So that's three months. That would be February, March, April, that would be now. So they could be starting some of their cabbages and broccoli and things like that in the greenhouse mm-hmm. now. And that gives them four weeks in the greenhouse. They transplant them in March. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then of course they want to wait on their tomatoes to plant them in the greenhouse to probably next month Now you guys give us some insight there if you're in zone five and six when do you plant your Start your tomatoes and peppers in the greenhouse. That'd be interesting to see there. Does it take you six weeks? Like it does us to grow them in the greenhouse How long does it take you to grow your brassicas in greenhouse same thing four weeks? Let us know what you think on that right there
1: Okay. So zone three and
0: four whoo zone three or four they're on their own there yeah
1: they just need to plan they
0: just need to stay warm right we'll now grow
1: some lettuce inside
0: yeah yeah
1: under some grow lights mm-hmm. um so they're there's very cold in february and they're going to be cold for a while
0: cold for a while bless your heart yeah. that's what we say in the south bless we'll be wearing heart. shorts down here uh i talk to a lot of people and I, and I tell them that we're by the time july 4th rolls around we're through in our garden yeah. Through. It's Too heat. Hot. Heat has burned it up. So we take uh, end of Fire. July off, and we start uh, back again for our fall planting in August. So they're exactly the opposite. They just get in the middle of that around Fourth of July. It's just strange, isn't it? Yeah. Then we
1: switch to mainly sunflowers. So. Oh yeah,
0: warm season cover crops. Yeah. Speaking of sweet potatoes, we're going to be offering sweet potato slips this spring, so you can order your sweet potato slips right here at Hoss. Good deal. Yep. What else do we have? Well, I didn't want to say anything. We may have some plants for sale. Some
1: plants
0: that only we will have. Yep So we're gonna have some brassicas uh, Ready probably I hope by the end of February if you sign up for our newsletter We'll be sending out some emails letting you know we're gonna have some uh, collards cabbage broccoli cauliflower Oh, I can't some kale ready some plants maybe by the end of February 1st March and then after that we're gonna have some Halcinator tomato plants red snapper tomato plants and I think we got Shelby tomato plants yep and then we're gonna have some peppers some of the Halcinator series peppers so we got a lot of exciting stuff coming along this spring here and those varieties folks you can't get anywhere else as far as plants go as far as plants yep all right, so let's move in to the garden spotlight of the week. Now, this is probably one of the best ones we've had. Mm-hmm. Right here, folks.
1: So, this is Julie. Spoken
0: Camp. I want you to look over there. She's Camp. She's got a really nice community garden.
1: In Mer- Meridian, Idaho. Yep. Zone six.
0: There she is showing her. you
1: so zone six. Six.
0: Yep, she's showing her car- carrots right there. And You know, they got a really neat looking garden I want you to just look at this picture right here with the sunsets going in it and those those flowers are popping right there. Isn't it beautiful in the way they got the fence around there? Yep And look at some of our harvest right there Some of the pretty zucchinis in there squash and all kind of tomatoes right there. I Could look at this for hours and this is something I want to do in our garden. I'm going to put one of these signs up in our garden do you know what any of that means? Yeah, it's just showing directions, different things. I've always thought it was cool. And you can put the mileage there where it goes. I don't know, it's just kind of a <laughs> cool thing there. another last picture of her garden. I love a nice, neat looking garden. I like the way she got the walkways done there.
1: Oh, look at that fence.
0: That's yep. the kind of fence I wanna You know, out. when I I've seen that fence I thought about that. I like that fence. Yeah. Yep. It's got everything laid out neat there. I'm going to change my garden somewhat to that type of style this year. See how I can manage it differently. Thank you, Julie, for sending that in. Garden Spotlight of the Week. Meridian, Idaho. A community garden in City Park. All right. Old Goat. Old Goat. Okay.
1: Somewhere on the set is our Old Goat the Green. He's not sitting beside me. And if... Put in the comments where he's located this week and next week we'll draw your name for a prize so this is last week's comments
0: and the winner is ha, traveling grandma gardener right there traveling grandma gardener send us your shipping address to cussserve at hallstools.com we'll get you a wonderful prize in the I mail
1: that. Yep.
0: Alright folks.
1: You want to talk about potatoes? Yeah, let's
0: talk about potatoes just a minute. There's
1: very few potatoes left.
0: Very few potatoes left. We've about sold out and we've increased our order several times. We can't get any more. So what potatoes we got left is going to be it. We're expecting to ship it in around the 10th or maybe a day or two after. according to weather of February. Don't fret. We'll get your potatoes to you in time for you to plant. So we got a few varieties left. If you had not got what you need, get them. And we'll be shipping out potatoes. We're shipping them out every day. But we'll be shipping out potatoes the rest of this month.
1: Except for Red New Orleans.
0: We kind of ran short on them. Yeah, but we'll be shipping them out in a few days. So, just a few days, we'll have that other truck in. The problem is our potatoes come from way, way, way up north, as is just about all seed potatoes and too. And there's a little cold spell. And we're at the mercy of the weather when we can get a truck out of there. So, we kind of have to wait to that. So, there can be a few days variance so We kind of have to work with the weather. And then sometimes you can't get a truck when you need it, like it was last year. Now, this year's been a lot better, but Everything in the supply chain seems to be a lot better than it was last year, so we got our fingers yeah, crossed there.
1: People worried about getting them in time to plant, getting them in time to,
0: uh, what do you call that? Chip. Yeah. C H I T, folks. <laughs> All right. Thank well, you for joining us. How long do
1: you need to let them chip?
0: Oh, for a couple of weeks. You can plant a them right away. Weeks? Yeah, you can if you need to, but I, you can cut them up and just let them out for a couple Those of days. that's
1: I planted last year. I just cut them up and planted.
0: I've done that too, but you can if you if you got plenty of time You can cut them up and you can let them lay out and they'll sprout. You don't want to sprout too much or Don't fret. I have cut them up just like you now I do like to cut them up a day or two ahead of time and let them heal over and then they'll kind of sprout just a little bit and plant them. And I promise you make potatoes every time people get too carried away with this potato thing potatoes are easy to grow folks Easy to go. It's hard to mess up growing a potato. The one thing you can do to mess up your potato crop is to overwater it, or you get too much rain, and you plant it in a low spot, and they rot in the ground. Besides that, it's hard to mess up potatoes. Yep. Got it. Got it. Thank you for joining us, folks. It's time for you to get out and get your things started. Time to get some stuff direct seeded in the ground. Time to get all the garden energy going. Thank you for joining us, and it's time for you to get out of there and get dirty.